You are listening to Mark Hatmaker Rough and Tumble Raconteur. This is a grab bag of old school Western martial arts, resurrected indigenous ways and empirical musings tinged with a heavy dose of respect, admiration, let's call it hero worship, for these hosses of yore. Hey crew, this is Mark Hatmaker coming to you from the Comancheria. Uh, back from a little bit of a weekend of uh, some research, some uh, conviviality with friends and family, and uh, a little bit of fun. Uh, also putting some stuff to test. Uh, more on that later. Uh, today's subject, let's talk about some warrior mindsetting practices. Again, we're going to be borrowing from indigenous cultures. So today's warrior mindset subject is the practice of Cheyenne blindness. And I absolutely love this one. So uh, I hope you guys do too. And I, I think you will. You're squared away if your ears are on this. It's probably up your alley. Now, we know the wisdom of the Plains warriors and also experienced frontiersmen demonstrates remarkable philosophical agreement on many points. And when we think about this, there, there were not necessarily all these written down philosophies. Now, we think about philosophy, we go take a class and we read you know, the, the standards. We go start with our, our Plato, our Socrates, and you know, walking forward to, the, uh, to Descartes uh, uh, dualism. And we just continue on and we get this. It's all, but philosophy for most of us in our Western tradition is academic. It's something we say in the classroom we don't apply in everyday life. Few of these are are applied to philosophies once you get outside of stoicism. And that's where you could say uh, there may be beautifully a uh, little mind candy and ornamentation to play with. And as far as actually utility points, well, your, your uh, mileage may vary. But if we stay with this one, I think there's a lot to be gleaned here. Okay, let's look at this. Uh, we're going to look at one facet of agreement and perhaps uh, uh, learn a, a little or a lot from the Cheyenne warrior Little Wolf. Now, Little Wolf had long experience in battle both with other tribes, notably the Sioux, and many engagement with the Viho. Uh, that uh, translates to spiders, which is actually a euphemism for, well, us, uh, we white folk. Uh, little folk, I mean, I'm sorry, Little Wolf, although a warrior, was noted for his equanimity. His compassion is just an all-around good nature as best expressed uh, uh, his keen-eyed perspective. That is, he only responded to that which required a response. And in that response, though, he sought the appropriate measure. We'll get deeper here. Uh, Charles Ohisha Eastman, the noted mixed-blood Lakota physician, knew Little Wolf in his later years and offered uh, that it was Little Wolf's compassionate nature that made him such an effective war chief. And again, if uh, we doubt uh, Ch Charles Eastman's bona fides or uh, his observational skills. Check out any of his early uh, uh, books written at the turns of the last century. Just absolutely uh, gorgeous. Um, also noticed naturalist George Bird Grinnell said uh, this of Little Wolf, quote, I knew old Little Wolf almost intimately towards the end of his life. I used to pass the pipe, um, uh, my pipe with him to smoke. I considered him the greatest Indian I have ever known, unquote. And that is uh, not trying to be uh, aggrandizing in one of his uh, scholarly books. This is Grinnell writing in a letter to a friend in 1925. So this is an intimate uh, look at what he really esteemed and really valued in this man. Continue on with other estimations of Little Wolf. We have Lieutenant William P. Philo Clark of the 2nd Cavalry, and he had a more than a few tussles with Little Wolf. We're talking about skirmish engagements, and but at one point he even captured him, and on an occasion, which led to him getting to know Little Wolf from their time together at Fort Robinson. Well, uh, Lieutenant Clark thought so much of him, he wound up growing to respect and admire Little Wolf's character, and they became friends, and then Clark wound up employing him for his expertise as a scout, and uh, Clark became one of Little Wolf's greatest advocates. Okay, that's, that's quite a human being who, uh, whether it's scholars or just people who know him or even uh, enemies, wind up going, this guy's all right, this cat's squared away. 
Now, lest we think Little Wolf was nothing but a gregarious softy, the warrior knew when to turn it up a notch for battle. Fellow Cheyenne warrior Tanglehair says this of Little Wolf's battlefield demeanor uh, in the Battle of Punished Woman's Fork. Quote, he did not seem like a human being. He seemed like an animal, a bear. He seemed without fear. Unquote. There's many accounts of Little Wolf's behavior in battle this way. Little Wolf was so esteemed by his tribe that he became a headman of the Elkhorn Scrapers, which is a military society within the Cheyenne, one of many. And we'll, we'll cover such ideas down the road. Tactical-wise, we'll do that with the Black Box Project, but we can just talk about the history and the esoterics you know, here. He was also elected Sweet Medicine Chief. Again, this is a highly uh, honored area, an esteemed position, uh, exceptionally high honor. And among his duties was to, quote, uh, to be above anger. And another duty was to, quote, to think of the people first. Now, Little Wolf, I mean, those are easy things to hear, to be above anger, to think of people first. And we think, man, all right, yeah, that's, that sounds good. It's the kind of thing we read and we have in our creeds and we might spout such a thing every day. Or people who do affirmations or read something on their, on their bathroom mirror, their refrigerators, and they read them, they move on, and you know, forget them fairly soon until they read them the next day. And go, yeah, I'll do better today, and then we forget again. Uh, Little Wolf's character was already one to honor the, his role of uh, sweet medicine chief, but he also sought to be more scrupulous about his equanimity. About He wanted to be really measured in his response. Now, this is actually the first time we're hearing uh, Little Wolf speak. This is one of his quotes. He stated, quote, Only danger that threatens the people can anger me now, unquote. Now, let me repeat that. Quote, Only danger that threatens the people can anger me now, unquote. And again, now many of us hear such admonitions and nod in agreement. And we think, yeah, that's the way to be, man, right? Yeah, squared away. And then again, we go on with our, our next thing and then get upset and shake the fist. You go, what about those dims? What about those liberals? What about those conservatives? What about this and that? Blah, 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 blah. But we fail to realize that we often keep this vigilance of uh, being ready to protect. It's too ready to stay. That is, uh, uh, we th- mistake saying, well, I'm ready for the shit hits the fan, man. But that uh, hyper alertness often bleeds over into, hey, man, I overreact when that shit spatters the windshields of life, unquote. That is, we go red for threats slash annoyances far, far below the stated level of reaction worthiness. Some people will, might say, you know, I flag, I get upset easy. I'm, 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 I'm there when things go down, but, but because I'm there, sometimes that's why I might overreact in smaller things. Well, man, that's not the Cheyenne way. This is not the Little Wolf way. So stay with me. Some people might still say it's a credit to them. Uh, they they want to you know you know get off scot free by saying, well, I overreact here, but when it really hits it, I'm ready for it. Well, we don't know. We may not have proof they're ready for it, but uh, we do know they can be annoying in those and those small red situations. To be red always is battling when there is no battle, which exhausts the spirit of the false warrior and is tiresome to all around. You who must endure yet another outburst of needless false bravado. To Little Wolf's mind, these overreactions are the way of the child, of one who plays at warriorship without being a warrior. You think I'm calling names? No, I'm saying this is the Cheyenne calling names here, and uh, truth be told, I agree with it 100%. Many of us are often so ready to defend that's in scare quotes. We're so ready to defend that we defend, well, things that require nothing of us. We fight for the political ambitions of distant strangers. We raise our voices for the so-called honor of opinions that will be renamed, reshuffled, and forgotten with the next news cycle. We war with words and digital little fist shakes as if we were on an actual battlefield instead of clutching an inanimate smartphone the size of a child's toy in our little passive-aggressive hands. Now, this is Little Wolf on perspective. Again, we're back to one of his quotes, and these are always the most telling. Quote, if a dog lifts his leg to my lodge, I will not see it. Unquote. 
You get that? I will paraphrase it with less eloquence there. It says, if the dog pisses on my tent, I don't even see that. Now, that is the essence of a warrior's equanimity. Notice he does, say, he does not say, I will not, I don't, I'll ignore the dog I'll, or tolerate the dog. No, he's, he's not ignoring annoyances. He's not being tolerant of those who simply disagrees with him or whatever. To ignore and to tolerate, one must also acknowledge annoyance and something to be tolerated. Both of these are weak sisters to Little Wolf's wisdom here. He's actually saying, do you think about that? If we have to learn to tolerate something, that means we're aware of it. Yeah, I'm fine with it, though. Or, you know, okay, I, I don't even care. You notice often when people say, you know what, I'm not even bothered because that guy said something about me. Anytime people talk about something, well, clearly it's on their mind. You don't mention something that's not on your mind. Now, Little Wolf's wisdom his warrior advice is to truly be invulnerable to that which does not rate. He does not ignore or tolerate, both of which require energy to resist the anger reaction. Little Wolf's reaction is to be blind to it. He advises preserving the soul's equanimity via the training of never wasting the energy of anger. He respects anger's power and does not use it as a toy to impress the impressionable. To the, uh, the Cheyenne way of thinking and little, through Little Wolf's path, he's saying to always flag on these, these small things like this, we're wasting your time, we're wasting your spirit, and you're learning to become impervious to, to such things. That is training. That is everyday training all the time for conflict. Again, his, uh, his, his target quote, only danger that threatens the people can anger me now, unquote. Now, that is a noble, worthy, and lofty goal. To, and I say, to, or I raise a glass to all of us being as blind as Little Wolf and impervious to all the standard complaints and whines of the world. And also, to all of us being as fearsome as bears when such resources are truly needed. And again, I've got to say here at the end of this, for all things pragmatically rough and tumble, see, well, listen to this podcast, or to live the old school warrior life as accurately, honestly, and humbly as we can. Uh, as we can. So uh, look to the podcast, look to our blog, Indigenous Ability, of course, ExtremeSelfProtection.com. Take a look at all of our products there. You don't have to join the Black Box Brotherhood, but if you do, that's where all these really, truly yummy, rough-and-tumble goodies are. And again, with the podcast and everything else, if you like, review, share, uh, be kind to it. Helps everything out. I'm told in the algorithm. I'm a tech idiot, so what do I know? Other than that, the main thing is hope you enjoyed yourself. Take care of yourself, people. Well, if you dig what we just discussed today, uh, I'd like to invite you to like and subscribe to the podcast. Hell, support it if you want. I'm not your dad. Do what you want. And if you're a glutton for punishment, uh, just visit our website, ExtremeSelfProtection.com. You'll find links to the blog, all of our products, and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of more pages of like musics. <laughs>